Transport and logistics, uh, of course, are affected. Let's say minus 30, minus 40 in terms of uh, traffic. There are a number of things, technically speaking, logistics that are difficult because uh, you have to imagine that for Europe, some of the shipment uh, started three weeks ago in China. Welcome to Quarantine Dailies, an experimental podcast that each day explores these unprecedented times through the voice and perspective of a different one of us around the world. I'm J.D. Picard, and like many of us, I'm stuck at home. As more and more of us get quarantined, our daily lives, jobs, relationships have been affected in ways that were simply unpredictable. Our goal with Quarantine Dailies is to bring you a different personal story every day, from how their life was before this all began, how it is now with quarantining and social distancing, and what they are striving to do or shape up for the future. Yes, a lot of it is bad and scary. But through these conversations, it's clear there is space for opportunity and optimism, even if in small, everyday ways. Thank you so much, Alexia, for having time to chat with me today. Could you just introduce yourself, where you are in the world right now, and uh, what do you do? Yes, my name is, uh, is Alexio, Alexio Picco. I, uh, I'm Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I live in, uh, in Genoa, that is mm-hmm. uh, on the sea in the, in the, in the north of Italy. Mm-hmm. And uh, my job is running a company that is doing uh, software for the for transport, for ports, for logistic operators, and with a lot of international projects about uh, innovation and uh, research and development in transport. Just give us a bit of a, a, a bit of a context. At, what what did your plans uh, look like at uh, at the beginning of the year? So for 2020, before all this craziness hit, what were your major plans for the year? Uh, the major plan was to, um, in terms of business, was to develop my company through a number of international projects. So mm-hmm. my my life is uh, mainly spinning around Europe and not only Europe, mm-hmm. and to, to to find new projects and to find new customers. So my plan was to to do exactly this, and and I was exactly starting like this at the beginning of the year. I was full of uh, travels, and that that was the plan for. Uh, uh, for uh, for the year, uh, mm. continuing to to develop the company and traveling. That's that, yeah. that what I like. What I like. Yeah, and and what what are so, some of your favorite things that you enjoy about about your job and what you do on a regular basis? Two things mainly. One is that um, we are doing innovative projects, and every time is is uh, is a bit of a challenge, and mm-hmm. and I like challenges. And mm-hmm. every time you don't know if you succeed. Yeah, uh, it, it's a bit of a, there are tenders, calls, new projects, uh, pilot projects, and you don't know if you succeed. Every time is a challenge, mm-hmm. and and this makes uh, things you know uh, <laughs> in a way exciting. Yeah, and, and the other way, and the other thing is traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like traveling, mm-hmm. and uh, for for business, okay, for visiting places, not that much for business, but and but having friends, I have a lot of friends mm-hmm. everywhere. And that, that makes my life exciting because you can mm-hmm. compare with other people around the world, the different, you know, culture, the cultural background, mm-hmm. um, cultural, you know, sociological things, you know, that, that's what I like. Yeah. And so when, obviously with that lifestyle, you must have felt it quite early and you work in the transport industry, which has definitely been very, very, very impacted by all of this. So when did you first start feeling the impact of COVID-19 actually starting to affect your life? It was one, one, um, one month and a half ago. Uh, mm-hmm. um, but it was a little bit, you know, uh, it was in a, in, in a way suddenly because I, I did my last travel on, in Brussels. Yeah, by, it was more or less the end of February. Okay. And I was planning to go to, to Rome and to Brussels again uh, the week after. 
Mm -hmm. And I was already prepared. And I, on Monday, I, I was going to the office with my luggage in order mm -hmm. to take uh, uh, to catch a plane later. Mm -hmm. uh, but during the day, the, okay, the meeting was uh, cancelled. Mm -hmm. And then in the evening, when I arrived home, uh, there was the first announcement of the of the government uh, about the the first type of lockdown. Okay. And, uh, that, that, and that, that was a little bit sudden because I was already prepared to travel that week. And so mm. that was that was the, the, the real beginning. So one month and a half ago, more or less. Okay. And you're in Italy and, and you're actually in one of the areas that was the worst hit around there. What, how, how have you seen like life change around you over the last month and a half? And the main uh, the main point is, uh, as you can imagine, is is traveling, <laughs> okay. mm -hmm. because my my week, my typical week before was to, to travel. Not every week, not all days in the week, but yeah. okay, let's say at least 60, 70 percent of my time. With some days in the office here in in Genoa, and then the weekend at, at home normally. And so the, the immediately I stopped uh, traveling. That, yeah. that was the the, the, the the main impact. And the, the other one that is quite, uh, of course, is, uh, is also affecting your, your habits is that I'm a swimmer and I, I like mm -hmm. swimming and I, yeah. I, have to, I really like swimming uh, two or three times a week yeah. uh, here or whenever I find a suitable pool uh, in, a, in an hotel uh, and, uh, and I, I had to stop. I yeah. simply had to stop uh, uh, also swimming. I'm doing mm -hmm. some gym at home. Uh, that's... Okay, not the same. It's not the same. And and over there, so what's what's the status right now in in Italy, right? So are you still? In, you say before you started recording, you said you've been in a in a. Is it a full lockdown for four weeks? So you haven't barely left the house. What's what's the rules? At the very beginning was a, a partial lock uh, a partial lockdown, mm -hmm. uh, but then after. Uh, even maybe less than one week or one week, there was a total lockdown in terms that you are allowed to uh, to to quit only to go to um, uh, to work, mm -hmm. uh, unless unless there is the possibility to do smart working, and mm -hmm. only okay for a real necessity like health or food. Okay, that that you, yes. you can. That means that most of the companies, um, okay, um, we, we are already since three weeks doing the smart working for uh, for all the all the all the employees, the seventy mm -hmm. employees, yeah. and because we don't need really, it's not strictly needed to go there. And then there was a further lockdown uh, one week, uh, ten days ago, where, um, where also a number of uh, companies were closed. So mm -hmm. only some specific uh, companies can continue to work. Some were definitely closed. Mm -hmm. and and that's the situation in which we are till the 13th of april at least okay okay so it still have at least pretty much two weeks two weeks ahead of you in that. um yeah how how what, what are you the most anxious about right now yeah i mean it's it's i think it's a typical answer uh, it's that mm -hmm. you don't know how mm -hmm. it's going to be yeah we know that uh, we know that uh, a huge economical crisis will come. That is for sure, mm -hmm. and that, that's that's probably what is worrying me the most. Because mm -hmm. for sure, it's it's for my company, for the the the, the people that is working with me, mm -hmm. for my life, for my family, for my friends. 
yeah. there is a huge economic crisis coming for uh, it's not the same for everybody i think uh, personally I, i'm lucky with the, the job i do it's still not that much affected as as others such as tourism and such as uh, retail so perhaps mm-hmm. the rest one they are totally affected already yeah so my job is still not that much affected it will come later but this is the is probably the crisis and the fact that uh, we don't know exactly when we will if and when will be the same yes okay. yeah just the pure just having to deal with pure uncertainty like as you're saying pure like, uncertainty yeah yeah can't even know like yeah. can we organize a travel can we organize a certain thing like a conference right like how do you organize conferences because webinars are all fair and good but it's just not the same it's not not at all the same as a as a true conference it's not the same we are doing a lot of webinars a lot of remote events but i mean luckily you cannot uh, you cannot uh, really exclude and you cannot uh, mm. transport the physical even the physical contact in a way, yeah. with people you know that we, we are italian we like to ask <laughs> people you know <laughs> and that is uh, Yes, yes, totally true, totally true. And and just as a small aside, in in your particular industry, like because you look, work so much with logistics and transport, what's uh, what have you what have you seen? You were actually mentioning just before we started recording that one a newsletter you saw like from the Baltic was very different than what you were seeing in the South. So, do you care to comment a little bit about about that? Uh, uh, transport and logistics, uh, of course, are affected. Let's say minus thirty, minus forty in terms of uh, traffic. Um, there are a number of things, technically speaking, logistics that are difficult because uh, you have to imagine that for Europe, some of the shipment uh, started mm. three weeks ago in China, and mm. uh, when things, when once some companies, industries were open, now they are closed and they don't know where to deliver things, you know, stuff like that. Okay. But it is, it is, a, it is the perception that is a little bit also different in Europe, uh, um, because we, in, in all the magazines here, you see a lot of news uh, mainly around COVID nineteen. And I was reading one in the uh, concerning the Baltic countries in the north or the Baltic Sea in the north of Europe, and it, it's about Portland logistics. But they didn't even mention COVID nineteen. There, there was any news, and that, that, that's because they have also COVID nineteen. But yeah. if you see also how they are living up to up to now. In, uh, even in Sweden, with a certain freedom, with a, so it seems that the cultural approach, uh, even we are all Europeans, the cultural approach to this is totally different. Mm, yeah, which is really interesting. Yeah, that's that's the other thing I think he, in, I think particularly myself being European and I feel very strongly about Europe. I was I was very pretty much not impressed about uh, the lack of coordination in response in Europe, or at least uh, to to this. It just felt like each country was meant to fend for itself and that there's no leadership at the top, really. At least that's from here. From here, that's what it looked like. At least. Oh, no, that, that is t- totally true. And, and that is something that is, uh, I'm not happy at all about that because more than that, I'm, I'm, I'm working a lot with the European Union, with the European Commission for my job. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I, I like the concept of Europe and I'm feeling European. I'm yeah. Italian, but I'm feeling European. Mm-hmm. But, the, but the lack of response is, 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 a, big, is a big deficit, is a big, uh, is a big gap because Really, I mean, there is uh, there is still the countries they are doing different things, mm-hmm. and I was also impressed by the fact that uh, big countries such as Spain or France they didn't react when they saw what was happening in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. not in China, you know, far from the in Italy, so in a country very close to them, they didn't react. They reacted very very late, and now mm-hmm. they are uh, suffering from this late reaction. 
Yes, Spain, exactly. uh, Spain overcame Italy yesterday you know, in terms of uh, number of uh, infections and deaths. Yeah, and yeah, totally. And it's it just it's just silly. That's not something you want to beat another country on. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. So I'll, just a few quick fire questions and more on a, on a personal level now. Has the current situation made you realize that you were taking something for granted? Uh, the easiest thing to say is freedom. Mm. Uh, it's freedom because you perceive what does it mean to be free, uh, mm. to, to, to go everywhere and to do whatever you want, more yeah. or less. Uh, of course, in a certain frame, of course. <laughs> yes, but, yes. Uh, you, but, but you can do it. Now, you simply you can't. You are not free to do what you want. Uh, yeah. You are not even free uh, to go to, 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 to go for a walk uh, or to go for... Uh, no, you, simply you cannot do it. And uh, so freedom is the... Uh, it's something that you, you we can consider definitely mm. in a certain way after this this kind of uh, strange time yes. we are living in. Yes, entirely. I think in in my in my life, it's it's definitely the the first time that I felt that any any restraint on freedom really really yeah. uh, really really impacting me, which is kind of crazy. And but maybe like by staying more time at home, maybe more time with family. Is there anything that you've been enjoying more or realizing that you enjoy yes. more? Now? Of course, I'm trying to, to see the or to have the best out of it. And that means to, to have more time with my, my daughter and my son, comparing mm-hmm. to, to that, and that, that is good. Uh, to have a bit more time for, for cooking. I like cooking. I'm, re- yeah. I'm, I, I'm relaxing a lot cooking. So yeah. I'll, I'll have a little bit time for that. Uh, to, for sure, we can watch a little bit more some movies together. You know, uh, you need to enjoy the, the few things in this situation and you have yeah. to do it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned movies and maybe, or maybe between movies and books, any, anyone in particular that you're really enjoying right now? Uh, we, we have an habit, not really every, uh, every day, but more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, after dinner, we, yeah. we all together, we are four and mm-hmm. in the family, we, are, we, we watch a, a funny movie. Okay. Something to something to laugh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, just not to 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 you know to 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 to, to watch some dramatic yes know, <laughs> drama some other drama no no we want to to laugh and this uh, for me it's a very good uh, idea to, to to for the for the you know to for the last part of the day you know of course before, uh, before sleeping yeah and is there any particular thought uh, or concept or fact that you've been pondering about recently? Uh, again, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's the concept of freedom again. Mm-hmm. I have to repeat myself. The concept of freedom, the fact that we are, we are lucky to, to live in, a, in, a, in an environment in which we are free to do whatever we want. We can express ourselves and uh, we, live, uh, uh, we live in a democracy and we live uh, in, a, in a place that, okay, uh, in a democracy there are also some <laughs> weaknesses we, we know. Yes. Uh, but probably in in in, in time uh, in times such as this one, you can appreciate the fact that uh, when you are free, you are really free, huh? and uh, and that's the, the the normal life we we are used to. Yes, and looking forward, where do you see the biggest opportunities for yourself, either through this through this crisis or or after this crisis is over? Uh, there are many uh, cultures, in many cultures, Chinese is the first one, uh, they say that in, a, in each and every, you know, this, uh, there are opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, and that is true. And that, that is, in a way, it is true. Uh, the opportunities are, okay, to, um, 
uh, to have a little bit of more time to reflect on uh, on your life mm-hmm. and to steer uh, to steer your life better when when things will uh, again be normal. Uh, that is for sure. Uh, that that's the, probably the most important. Uh, in terms of um, everyday life and and, and business, uh, of course, we are trying to to change a little bit our business in order to reflect the reality. And and things will be we won't be the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Is there is there anything else uh, that you want to uh, want to say before before we sign off today? Thank you for this opportunity. And uh, it was uh, it was very nice to be part of it, and I really like this idea. And so it's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to to to, to listening to the different uh, <laughs> you know people that uh, around the world are giving their own uh, perception on on this very very harsh and strange time we are living. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, Alexia. I, I lost you for a second. <laughs> yes, is a, it's the issue. It's part of the issues now. Everybody's online at the same time. It's, it's part of the issue, especially in, in our family where you have four people always connected <laughs> with Wi-Fi, you know, with, with games, online lessons, uh, smart working, all the different uh, equipment in the house that uh, yes. are already Wi-Fi uh, enabled, you know. <laughs> yeah. But okay. Okay. It's part it's of life. Test. It's exactly. a test for, for, the, for the Wi-Fi. Exactly. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Quarantine Dailies, a project by J24D. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can show us your love in two ways. Number one, leave us a comment and five stars on Apple Podcasts or any other place you use to listen. Number two, do you know someone else who should be interviewed? Drop us a line at podcast at j24d.com with their name, their city, and contact details, and we'll be in touch. Now wash your hands, keep your social distancing, and stay safe, friends. Talk tomorrow.